I don't know why we... <laughs> don't know why I played that there, Simeon. This is the first take of Dial H for Heroclix episode <laughs> 303. Sure does feel good to be the undisputed sexiest ranch hand in both Bad Samaritan and Dial H hosting history. Oh, yeah. It's you. I don't know what you're talking about. You got that nice belt buckle all shined up. Oh, you know it. Us. Us city slickers like me don't know much about them belt bucklers. Oh, I know you don't. I know you don't. You don't know what it's like to grab a steer by the horns, jumping off the stallion, going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. The only country I know is from the songs, like here, this one. Goodness gracious, golly gosh. Gravy Train and Gold Forks, it's you, Ranch Hand 2.0. There's only room for one Ranch Hand on this podcast, Calder, and it sure is good grief, thank you. Well, I guess we're just going to have to settle this at the highest of noons, ain't we, boy? We're about to see who the real Dirty Dan is, but I'll tell you what, Calder, I'll be your Huckleberry. Chance McCall, you make a... A great point there. But I can't trust you. I can't trust you like I can't trust an old Driscoll. We're just going to have to settle this. On episode 303 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. Howdy, Rope howdy. Let's get right. No! Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and seal products. Make sure to check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. I read that really fast. Uh, Use code DIAL5 for 5% off your Cool Stuff Inc. order. If you buy like a brick, you know, like it's like 100 bucks or whatever, it's about five-ish dollars. You buy a case, you get 10-something bucks. It's really nice savings once you start uh, pre-ordering a lot of products. So always use code DIAL5. Plus, like, if you can save anything, always, you know, always use a little little bit of savings. Joining me in the studio is my nemesis, Simeon Bruce. Yeah. Sorry, I thought we were just naming our favorite country movies. Nope, you know, like spaghetti not. westerns. Absolutely, that's why not. I shouted that out. Yep, yeah. that's, my, that's my your favorite? favorite. That's your personal favorite. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I mean, okay, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe not in the same way uh, the Joker likes him in that movie. Uh, and also joining us, as you may have guessed, is uh, Sexy Ranch Chan 2.0, Chance McCall. What's going on, Chance? Not much. Just me back again, the real cowboy of the show. Some might even call me a vigilante. <laughs> that is indeed the heroic title, technically. That's true. That's not, you're not wrong. It's true. So, this is, as some of you may have guessed, uh, the second time we're recording this show because somebody, me, uh, forgot uh, to record. I'll own it. Forgot to record. So, this is the second take of this episode. Um, we, uh, there's a lot going on. We're going to talk about the Captain America attorney that we held yesterday. We're going to talk about news, like the new Justice League, uh, Unlimited stuff, and Black Widow spoilers from Married with Clicks. We're going to play around a Bad Sam. This is going to be a shout-out really quick. Chance McCall won the last round, totally swept it, a Bad Sam. Uh, we never once got to a third clue in any figure. It was Florida-themed, since Chance's were from Florida. I didn't let them know. I let them know it was themed, but I didn't tell them it was Florida-themed. It was Man-Wolf, because he's an astronaut. It was Killer Croc, because Crocodiles. And then it was Man-Thing Soldier, 
and because well man thing swamps stuff like that uh it, it was really good it was actually really good it was a great showing uh because chance played before and didn't get any did you get any at all right the first time you played bad samaritan no, this time I hooked up my Venom Hardest that is filled with swamp water and injected it prior to starting. <laughs> the, the pump up the swamp water Venom Hardest. All right. All right. And, yeah, goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen, second time recording the show. Like, you guys don't know, the lost episode, that, that never happened. But it was a good one. Let me tell you something. It was a good one. We're trying to try to bring that energy back. So let's go ahead and go into what made us happy this week. Chance, you're the guest, so why don't you start us off? I'm really happy that I got to partake in a real nifty tournament held by Dial H for Hero Clicks, and I was able to play with someone that I've talked to on Twitter a couple of times. Shout out to Christian Bogan. He's the dude. He's a good man. Good man, that Christian Bogan. Uh, Simeon, what made you happy this week, my man? What made me happy this week was I've got all this extra time now that I'm not going to venues and playing with people and using little figures and stuff, so I popped on to hulu and netflix and i've started watching some new series so watching legion it's all right so far good stuff that's where i'm at catching up with the the cw dc stuff mm, i bet yeah, that's painful it's yet yeah, it hurts my soul to get through it but i'm doing it for someone i don't know who the best show is supergirl hands down I would, Super but they, they made that Super one dude from, from Two and a Half Men be Lex Luthor, and I don't know if I can get by. Like, he might be a really good actor, and he might actually sell it, but I don't know if I can watch however many seasons of Supergirl to just get to his version of Lex Luthor. No, but Michael Rosenbaum, best Lex oh, Luthor ever. He was great. I was so mad. Apparently, um, he was originally going to be in the Crisis storyline. Like, they asked him. But he had, like, a family member that was sick, and they were like, we need an answer right this instant. And he just, he couldn't, you know, like, that really sucks that they weren't able to make something work out. So it would have been awesome to see him be Lex Luthor again. Where he was when he received the phone call? Where was that? The great state of Florida. What? How do you you know that? Like, just all things Florida? He's like, I was sitting there with my father in Florida when I received the phone call. Nothing happens in or, like in Florida without Chance McCall knowing about it. The Florida man. It's like he's connected to the state. It's a lot like man thing and swamp thing. Oh, I feel right. the green. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what made me happy this week is I got to play the best March 20 uh, released game, which is Doom Eternal uh, for the PlayStation 4. Pre-ordered it. GameStop even gave me this nifty lunchbox. They actually released it a day early. So I got to get uh, play through a bunch of it on the 19th. I'm really loving it. I If you are also playing Doom Eternal, add me. PlayStation 4, it's the worst uh, name ever because I made it when I was a kid. It was Ness430 Gamer because how else will they know you're a gamer unless it's in the name? Uh, but add me on PS4 as like a booster or whatever so I can get XP. We can both get XP, I guess. And yeah, battle mode is really weird in that game. Uh, and then I really hate all the parkour stuff. That's probably my only gripe. Battle mode. They added a battle mode. So before it was like everybody was the Doom guy or the Doom Slayer, and you would all just go around an arena and shoot each other. But now it right. is uh, two people play as demons, and then one person is the Slayer with his full arsenal. And then you get to choose. You play like three or four rounds, and it's first person to win three rounds or something like that. So I, re- uh, I remember, wins. like, the Slayer, he would, like, have to go fish and then sell the fish to pay the raccoon for rent. But um, 
I don't remember like like you're going over my head with all these Animal Crossing references. Okay, so I, definitely uh, you're thinking of a different game, um, a not cool manly uh, rip and tear uh, slaughter of demons and saving of yeah, the world game. Crossing. Yeah, no, nah, no. All right, enough of this. See, all, I've already had to live this demons, once, right? and we're just living through this again in a different way, and I absolutely hate it right now. Um, the back. only thing I got out of that story was the fact that Calder is not a sack lunch guy, because that's kind of how I always pegged him. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're we're gonna move on uh, to talk about the Captain America tournament a little bit. I'm gonna go over a couple of teams. Chance here got second place. The winner of the Captain America tournament was Superfan Lucas Van Hollen, so he got a break of Captain America. Chance. You are getting, a whenever it comes out, a Captain America, sorry, the Avengers versus the Masters of Evil, that's what it's called, the new super starter set that WizKids is making, and then everybody got a prize. We had 10 people, we never had 10 people all at once, it was kind of weird with people dropping last minute or jumping on last minute, uh, not being able to make it, being able to make it, uh, people that need a buy, people that like, oh, I guess we have to have a buy, super weird, but we still had 10 people join. At the end of the day, everybody got prizing, so and we all had a great time. I'm not just saying that because it was like my tournament and I ran it, um, but I think everybody really did have a good time. They all seemed to enjoy themselves, uh, and I like love Captain America. Obviously, I love building super restrictive teams, and I hope everybody also enjoyed the big restrictions and everything. I'm gonna go over a couple of teams I really enjoyed. The only person playing the only Pulse Wave Captain America was uh, Citizen John Carl. He had the Nova Steve Rogers, Mighty Thor Captain America, and then the ABPI Time Gem cap for his 400-point team. Uh, this is Golden Age. I So the most played figure with five, being on five different builds out of the ten, so half builds, was Captain America Resilient. And that is awesome, because he's one of my all-time, like, I love Earth X cap, and he's one of my all-time favorite figures. We had only one team had a shifting focus, Captain America. Uh, another team that I really enjoyed was Kevin Nelson's team. He played the Avengers Prime at just 400 points, which was awesome. We had a few different people play Gauntlet Cap. Tristan, who's local at my venue, played Gauntlet Cap, plus uh, Captain Iron America, who I tried to make work for so long, but just could never do it, which is a bummer. And then and Tristan did really well because he got top four, so that was awesome. And then Chance, you want to kind of talk about your team a little bit? And I have yeah, so I just up played a bunch here. of. Uh, yeah, so um, for those of you that don't know, I had built a team prior to entering the tournament, and on the day of, my internet provider decided to have a blackout, so I didn't think I was going to be in the tournament. And then about thirty minutes in, it came back on. So I messaged Calder, and I'm like, "Hey, I'd like to still pick part in the tournament." And so I just picked the most recent five Captain Americas down the line with zero thought process put into it. I just took a huge bite of trail mix. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listener. I'm starving right no, it's now. good. The only thing that I really put thought into was I had 85 points. Or not 85. I had 15 points left over. And I was like, oh, I'll play an ID card. Because those are meta, right? All the cool kids are doing it, so I decided to play an ID and used it once. Was it an effective use? Or no? Overall, oh no. Actually, <laughs> I take it back. Um, when I used it, um, it came in clutch because I called in um, Hydra Captain America with the 12 attack precision strike mm. because. Once again, Christian Bogan kept rolling, like, a million super senses. And I'm like, oh, well, if I use Precision Strike, he'll have to roll a six. 
Nice. So it turned out pretty well. That was with the Falcon Cap, right? Yeah, because I had gotten Falcon Cap down pretty low because he had gone for an Alpha Strike with Sam Cap and Captain America the Falcon, and things just didn't go his way, which was like unavoidable because of dice. And I have a theory that when you roll 1d6, roll 20 is very fond of giving out fives and sixes because I hit more Super Sense rolls yesterday than I've ever rolled in my entire life. Dude, that was insane. The amount of Super Senses rolled uh, it was, it was gnarly. Well, I mean, Christian Bogan also made an Lucas absurd amount as well. Yeah, like the first time I played Lucas, he had gotten me down to just like Falcon, and I hit like five or six Super Senses. And we're like, well, this game is never going to end. I do love that, though, because that'll happen to me in, like, real life, uh, not aided by computer hacking, um, where I'll just keep rolling, like, a five for Super Sense, and my opponent will, like, you know, we're just playing casual, so they didn't they didn't pack their team with, like, outwits and uh, precision strikes and stuff like that, and they'll just be like, what, do is, what does it take? Like, how many attacks must I make before I finally KO this, like, little nothing piece that has Super Senses? And, uh... So, so he's not a nothing piece. The one that's really good, though, is the newest Spider-Man, the one that's based off the video game. Um, if you're playing him on Earth X Wakanda, and you pay for the map bonus, and you have Spider-Ling on your team, you essentially get three opportunities to roll a four, five, or six with him, because it allows you for two re-rolls. That's pretty solid. What is that? I like? know... It's a crazy high chance to make the Super Senses roll. That's just gnarly. Yeah, 50-50 times 3 should be, you know, at least 1. But AKA really dumb. That Yeah, that Spider-Man, I played against a team recently, uh, back when venues were open, and uh, it, it was like a Spider-Man family kind of thing with the... Not really a Spider-Man family, but it had, it had the new Deadpool duck and Spider-Ham on it. And they both have like these like sick rollout combos that were just awful to deal with. The funny thing about that Spider-Man is my girlfriend and I were at a venue for this sealed event, and I got in line just before her, and out of my booster I pulled it, and that was the one figure that she had wanted because her brother was the creative designer for the video game that it was based off of. So I got to hear about that all night, and she offered me absurd amounts of money for my Spider-Man hero click. Nice. And you smashed it in front of her, right? (laughs) No, I just looked at it, and I said, well, I'll never use this, and threw it behind my back into a whole tub of hero clicks. Ooh, got him. All right, moving on, let's go ahead and jump right into the news section. We are gonna. Jeez, I talked before the thing. What am I doing? Uh, we're gonna talk about the Justice League previews, some of the new ones we saw this week. Before we jump into the Black Widow previews, I'm gonna talk about Zero Sixty Six, the man who just has a hankering for cakes. Uh, Lex Luthor in Justice League, Legion of Doom, and Scientist keywords, three traits, no special powers, no special combat symbols, even though he's flying, like, I don't know, just literally flying, like, literally has boot jets on the ground, literally part of his sculpt that he's flying, not even, like, improved movement, hindering, like, it's, like, weak boot jets, just, just no flight, just awesome, love it, WizKids, um, and he has stealth, so he wants to move out of it, anyways, uh, he's four range, he's 40 <laughs> points or 10 points, it's fine because he's still really, really freaking good, um, 
He starts with Stealth, 11 Attack, Precision Strike, 18 Defense, Willpower, 3 Damage Enhancement. He's very supporty, Lex Luthor. Mid-dial, he gets some Smoke Cloud later and some Force Blast with some ESD and Empower mixed in. His 10-point line is also his last click, which is his uh, 6-speed Stealth, 11 Attack, Precision Strike, 17 Defense, Willpower, and 3 Damage with uh, Enhancement, which is just really solid stats. For like 10 points, even if he is one click, he's great. Uh, he has the Let's Cause Trouble trait, which is when friendly, char friendly characters have free if this character critical hit this turn, or made a third attack that hits all opponents uh, this turn, place a character from your sidelining that can use the Let's Cause Trouble in adjacent square. At the beginning of your turn, if Lex Luthor started the game, uh, you roll 4 through 6 and you return him to your sideline instead of taking damage and dying like the other ones, he just goes back to the sideline, which is really nice. He's, uh, f uh, like, they, the other ones have weaknesses, but theirs is just uh, curses. Superman, you foiled me again, is Lex Luthor's trait, which is characters that can use super strength to modify attack value plus two when attacking only Lex Luthor. Characters that can use super strength to modify defense value plus two when Lex Luthor attacks them. Not as big of a deal. I don't think super strength is thrown around as much as other powers are this turn, but if someone has super strength at heavy objects, they can probably one-shot this Lex Luthor for sure. Uh, yeah, so they're coming in for like five damage or 6 with super strength, with like a 13 maybe, like that plus 2, they'll probably one-shot kill this Lex Luthor, so that's a little rough, just gotta be careful with him. And his last trait is the absolute best. It is, that's as many as 410s, and that's terrible, which is based off the Lex Luthor stole 40 cakes. And it's like one of my favorite jokes about Lex Luthor for the longest time. I just, I love it so much. Uh, it's when a finalized attack roll is a 10. Not his attack roll, not a friendly character's attack roll, not specifically an opponent's. Any finalized attack roll, and it is a 10, give Lex Luthor a cake token. If he hasn't removed one uh, this turn, when Lex Luthor has four or more cake tokens for the rest of the game, he has this. Uh, when a friendly character attacks, before the attack roll, you may remove a cake token. If you do, minimum result of that roll is 10. So once you get to four... Uh, kind of like what Simeon said in the last show, which you guys don't know, so I just get a sound big brain that I came up with it myself. Uh, once you get to four, you have that, no matter how much your cake tokens get depleted, so feel free to use those bad boys. And uh, like a totally uh, cool opinion that I made up myself, uh, you can use him with any of the gems, and their things are all based on rolling a 10 or higher, so that will always trigger with Lex Luthor giving you these fat cakes, which is just great. I think he's going to be awesome on scientist teams, um, something I actually did come up with my own opinion was I like uh, him and the Cadmus scientists are just going to be some insane support. And then also the Cadmus lab is going to be also great support for scientists. I cannot wait uh, to see him. I know I'm going to play him a bunch. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, um, if Q Prime is worth 30 points and you're already putting that on your team, put this guy on your team at 10 points and then... You can force your opponent to like have like a ten attack, or force yourself to have a ten attack, or whatever. Um, hope that you hit like your super senses, I suppose, if you're giving it to your opponent. But yeah, racking those up, and then you basically have a guaranteed hit four times if you get those four locked in. Also, it's fun that he has smoke cloud, not on the clicks that he has stealth. Uh, yeah. stealth so yeah. that's super cool that like he gets he gets his smoke cloud when it doesn't benefit him in that kind of way he's also going to be really good on an injustice league team because the whole injustice league team ability is when they roll a 10 or higher you remove an action token from them so that is also going to be really cool so which is also team ability he has so he also directly can benefit from his own 
trait, which is awesome. So I dig it. I really dig this Lex Luthor a ton. Uh, his oh, yeah, it's great. is the wide collar. So they are like ESD can be Captain America's literal indestructible shield, or it can just be Lex Luthor's big disco collar. I just love like the flavor text on things. It's, it's so good. So good. All right, next video. Loving flavor text is great, but you know what I love even more than flavor text? I want all that cake tokens. <laughs> well, and if you play cake, two baby. of them, they Eat both get their cake tokens at the same time. So there's that. That's true. And he is not <laughs> all right, moving he's on. expensive, though. All right, so you mean go for yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's probably one of the better chases. Um, moving on to another chase in the set, we're looking at number 070 green arrow so he's a good guy not a lex luther guy um Uh, he comes in with the justice league star city and super friends keywords real name oliver queen he has sidestep his first three clicks two dials uh one at 40 points one at 25 25 points will get you sidestep precision strike with a 10 attack 16 defense with energy shield and two damage with ranged combat expert and then he drops to a six speed running shot with energy explosion and super senses on clicks four and five if you pay 40 for his top dial you get an eight speed sidestep 11 attack 17 defense and two damage range combat expert so you get a little bit better stats for 15 points more um but we'll go into his traits because that's what's actually making him fun He's got the trouble alert thing, so that's the whole miss three times or critically miss that character can place green arrow on his 25-point line. And then once he's placed, we've got people that are too close, my occasional weakness. That's characters within two squares modify attack plus two. So if there's anybody on the opposing team making close attacks, they're just going to automatically have a plus two against him, and that is bad. Um, and then characters within two squares modify defense plus two. Since he's got seven range, one lightning bolt, hopefully if you're main forcing him, that won't happen too often. You're not going to be making attacks at close people unless it's a close attack, and that's going to be pretty rough for him. Then his last trait is to foil Dr. Gulliver and his worldwide shrink ray. So this is when Green Arrow starts the game and opponent generates dr gulliver bystander in their starting area and when that bystander is ko'd turn green arrow to click one even if he was brought into the game via trouble alert or at 25 points so if you pay 25 points he goes to click one if you trouble alert him in he goes to click one that's both both good um and then if he was 40 points if you paid full points for him then you also modify his combat values plus one this game so when you turn him to click one, he will have an 18 with energy shield, a 12 attack precision strike, and three damage range combat expert with a nine speed sidestep if you paid 40 points. Those are all really good. Let's look at this Dr. Gulliver and see how hard he's going to be to KO. So he has... Is that, is that tiny the term you want to use? How hard he's going to be to KO? Yes. <laughs> okay. See, if, okay. It, if it's going to be worth it going out of your way to make this green arrow work, because I'm going to try. Um... So he's got sidestep, three speed, zero attack, zero damage. He's got smoke cloud and outwit. He is tiny sized with willpower and a 16 defense. Um, Green Arrow also doesn't have any special combat value or combat symbols. So in case anyone was wondering, he doesn't fly or have indom. Doctor Gulliver has 
one trait, and that is at the beginning of your game or at the beginning of your turn, the player whose force this is part of rolls a d6. If it's a one, until your next turn, all other characters that have standard symbol have tiny size instead, and their equipment becomes unequipped. So that's kind of interesting. If you're playing against a team that relies on equipment or just has a bunch of equipment, and you give them this Dr. Gulliver either through the Trouble Alert or any other means, they have a potential of dropping it on a roll of a one. So they're probably going to try and get rid of him, but if Green Arrow's on the map and they get they push this Dr. Gulliver to death or they, they KO him in some way, uh, it's just going to make your Green Arrow slightly better. So maybe they won't do that. It's hard to tell. It just depends on the team. I think uh, there's no way people don't try to play this Green Arrow uh, competitively, like main force. I mean, even though it's a super small chance of dropping all equipment, I would and again, say he's, and he's if, also not unique. So he's you also could not unique, potentially which is pretty big. Pay like play like 50 points of him, which would be oh, two sure. at 25, or you know, yeah. two at 80, something like that, and yeah, have a better chance. No, absolutely. And then, like, the, being able to sideline them for free. I mean, we have to also think that, just because the rotation of ID cards, these guys, which really sucks, um, not rotation of ID cards, but how much the trouble alerts and let's cause trouble guys are going to cost so much more. Like, there's just nothing else to put on your sideline, unless you're Jason Wingard now, or Shifting Focus. So, like, these trouble alerts and let's cause trouble are going to be the main thing, and Green Arrow is, I feel like, too good to not have on your sideline for free. You know? Yeah. He's always an option. Just like Why the, would the you sideline Green Arrow? Like, oh, I mean, would I would absolutely rather play a main force. Well, have you <laughs> seen the all that CW cake. show? Which have, one? Have you seen the CW show? Roswell? That's why I would sideline Green Arrow. Roswell. It's a great CW show. Ooh, I mean, ooh. the Green Arrow is cool. The Savage. But you know what's even cooler than the Green Arrow? So many cake tokens. Dude. Loving that cake tokens. Mmm. There's no way I don't play a scientist theme like after after the set comes out. I think it's just too awesome. Yeah, right. I think for Lex's cake to come off for like that trait to actually work, you definitely don't need a main force because yeah, you definitely have to. It's like a fifty-fifty. Sure. He'll go away otherwise. I think both of these but, figures are well, huge. That it's definitely better to main force though. But what about Gulliver? Doesn't Gulliver stick around even after he's like Green Arrow goes yeah. right? So Gulliver's yeah, your opponent there. generates so, him so. Yeah, so, like with Frogmere, so, if someone already has Frogmere, not that it's really going to matter or come up that much, I assume they can keep it because Frogmere specifically says this character can be unequipped. But also, the Gulliver thing says it unequips all stuff too, right? Read the right. yeah. So you can make someone unequip Frogmere. Yeah. Well, I was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that, you make it not sound like the most important thing in the world. Uh, well, because it's not. But, you but, can make them unequipped Mini Slayer Calder, and let's face it, the Mini Slayer is single-handedly ruining competitive hero picks. Okay, alright. Why, <laughs> why don't you tell us about your Justice League pick? My Justice League pick is the best character in DC because uh, he stands for truth, justice, and the American way. I'm that. talking about set number 035 and keywords Justice League, Kryptonian, Metropolis, Celebrity, and Future. Real name, Hallow. The man of our dreams. At a sneak point value of 175 points, 
He has Superman ally team ability, Indomitable, Flying Symbol, 8 range with a single target. And he has two, count them, two traits. The first of which is Boom Tube Travel. Once per game, phasing teleport when Superman uses 12. And after resolutions, remove an action token from him, which means he essentially gets to move for free. His second trait, seven decades under a yellow sun. Super strength. Superman has protected outwit, except from characters that are higher points or that can use the Superman enemy team ability. Then, for his opening three clicks, he has a special attack power called Seismic Slam. Quake. When he uses it and targets more than one character, each hit character is dealt four damage instead of two. And then on his last three clicks, he has a special defense power. The never-ending battle. Stop. Invulnerability. When Superman clears two action tokens, heal him one click. This guy is an absolute brick and will single-handedly win you games of Sealed, in my opinion. I think yeah, so. Right. You said you said DC, but I think you meant all of comics, right? Don't, 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 don't. The only person that could possibly could possibly hold the candle to him is, of course, the world's greatest detective, Batman. Like, he totally puts to shame that his lame steroid users like uh, Captain. Uh, I just. I'm just kidding. But he's not my favorite. But we all know that it is Calder's favorite, so I wanted yeah, to make him yeah, feel. You know me. I. I hate you all so much. I, I have to. In all seriousness, they, so people don't know the times I have to live with reliving this conversation about the Superman again. Yeah, he's good, alright? He's a good figure. In a battle royale, he's like, obviously, pick him, whatever. Superman, who cares? I hate Superman so much. So, one thing that is very interesting is the ability for him to essentially just, like, tank a lot of characters, especially in a sealed format where we haven't seen the amount of precision strike, because the ability to just ping him down is going to be very rare, um, because there's not that many higher point characters. And it really just depends on how many Superman enemy team abilities we see. I'm assuming at least one Lex Luthor might have it, but even that's kind of a... I'm pretty sure the common Lex Luthor has Superman enemy. And I know he has a team-up card. Like, whoa, slow down there. That also, like, hands out Superman enemy or something like that. And I could be wrong. I might be totally off-base. Um, so yeah. you're saying but it, that what we need in this game even more cards... No, no, I don't. I do not want any more team up cards. There's already going to be like 300. I absolutely don't want any more. But that is one thing I do like. Um, they always forget to add weaknesses for Superman. He has some pretty obvious ones, you know, kryptonite, uh, magic, etc., stuff like that. Right, being away from the red sun, blah 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 blah. And I think yeah, that's one thing terrible. I like it is when they throw in like, yeah, sure, but normal people can't outwit Superman, like really, right? But people like Lex Luthor, who make it basically their whole life's work to try to outsmart Superman and try to, you know, one-up him with kryptonite, whatever, all these different things. So it makes sense why Superman enemy is a counter to him. It's a very specific counter, or just more points, but it's fitting, and I like that. I like it when they remember that Superman has pretty clear, obvious weaknesses. So I think that's cool. I like I like them throwing that in for flavor-wise. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty neat. The only downside to it is I wish they would have added a line of text on there that says characters that are more interesting than Superman can also outwit him. <laughs> which is which would be all characters. Uh, they all get outwit, and they can all outwit Superman. Because 
basically every character except for like D-Man or whoever is more interesting than Superman. Whoa, Even D-Man, D-Man. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so I didn't want to insult D-Man. D-Man. I didn't know we had D-Man sympathizers in the in the studio here. Yeah, his costume's at least more interesting. His costume is a mash of two different people, but okay. But right. you know what? You can all pick up these great figures at coolstuffing.com. It's darn right, and use code dial Using code dial five. Yeah. Thank you, Simeon. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into our first Black Widow Gravity Feed preview, uh, which I'm gonna choose to talk about. Uh, once again, thank you, Married with Clicks, for doing this unboxing. Thank you to WizKids for giving them it. It's really cool that we get to see a lot of these Black Widow figures to see if it'll change our mind about buying any of the sealed set. I know personally, still a no. There's still like five figures I want in this whole thing. So. Um, yeah, I'm just going to just, just jump right into it. I do like this 016 Red Guardian, 5 range, 75 points, Celebrity, Soldier, and Spy for keywords. I like generic keywords. I like all of those generic keywords. Um, and he has Indomitable for his only special combat symbol. He has 9 speed, charge, 11 attack, super strength, 17 defense, invulnerability, and 3 damage with a special damage power. That's his top dial. He has a damage power for 4 clicks, and then he goes on a close combat expert. Middle of his dial, he has plasticity. On his last 2 clicks, 6 click long dial, he has sidestep with precision strike, combat reflexes, and a close combat expert, which is a great combo on those last 2 clicks. Uh, his trait is fighting an entire squad, and this is why I really like this guy. Close. Make a close attack targeting up to three characters within five squares. So we can use it with charge. Uh, five squares and line of fire, regardless of adjacency. Instead of normal damage, he deals his printed damage to each hit target, which is three. I I love this. I think it's like better quake. Uh, he charges for five, hits out five squares away, and then he hits everybody for three damage instead of two. I think he's awesome. I absolutely uh, love this power. It's really cool. Uh, he has super strength, so he's knocked back, which is great. And then his damage power... Which I'm a little iffy on how much you want to be rolling this. Sometimes it might just be YOLO, go for it. Uh, but other times you might want to think before you roll. He has leadership, period. When Red Guardian uses it and succeeds, modify his combat values, except damage by plus one. So he can get plus one in Dahl's combat values except damage, which is great on a five and six. But if he fails, an opposing character, so only one opposing character, gets to choose attack or defense, and they get to modify that combat value plus one until your next turn. So it can potentially give your opponent a buff. I really like rolling things like this, but only when it's a 50-50. Um, it's really rough when your chance uh, is 33 and there's a 66% like to get their buff. So like it really feels like you might be helping your opponent more. But you know sometimes if you have maybe um, a, there's a cool taskmaster that can mess with uh, d6 rolls in this set. So maybe do something like that. But either way, um, yeah, just be careful rolling this. I like it. It's The power's called not just a knockoff, so it's kind of like talking about how he's basically a knockoff Russian Captain America, which is what the Red Guardian is. But I really dig it. I like David Harbour as an actor. I can't wait to see him as uh, Red Guardian, and I really think this is a really sweet Red Guardian. And I can't wait to play it, because we also haven't gotten a Red Guardian since the Captain America set. So it's been nine years since we had a Red Guardian. Uh, it's about darn time. Even the, if this is a movie version, it looks to be really fun. That's all you got to yeah. say about him. And stranger things have happened. I hate you so much, Simeon Bruce. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. The, the ha, show. Ha. Yeah. That he was the in. Show. The show. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about that uh, that figure that you don't have to dig through a box to find. That's going to be right out on the shelf, ready to purchase. You know what you're getting. Let's see if it is worth the purchase. So this is going to be the $15 number zero. Oh, not no zero. 
This is number 100 of the set. This is just Black Widow, but this is the motorcycle Black Widow. Real name, Natasha Romanoff. Not a motorcycle brand I'm aware of. Team Avengers Initiative. So that's the see-through stealth and move-through hindering kind of thing. Uh, range, 5, 2 lightning bolts. Points, 75. Keywords, Avengers and Spy. She comes in with an 11-speed top dial with sidestep. Precision Strike with an 11, 18 Defense with an 18 Super Sense, uh, Indom, 3 Damage with Ranged Combat Expert, Improved Movement Through Characters, which is always fun. Uh, so she's got 3 traits. Her her dial is uh, Sidestep, Precision Strike, Super Sense, Ranged Combat Expert until her last 2 clicks, and she's 5 clicks deep, which is not a lot for 75 points, but her last 2 clicks are Charge, in Cap, Energy Shield, and uh, shape change in case anyone happens to land on those for some reason uh, her her first trait is espionage secret mission she has hypersonic speed when black widow uses it and hits with a close attack if she's on a theme team or your starting force has two other characters from the black widow movie set symbol after resolutions you may place hit a hit character in any square that she moved through after the attack. So it's kind of like she rolls by on the motorcycle, grabs them, and like drops them. And then if you do, you deal them one penetrating damage. So this is fun. She's got it her whole dial because it's traded. Um, and it's something where if, like, let's say you have two other figures from the Black Widow movie set symbol and one of them's KO'd and now you only have one other figure from that, sim like from that set, then she keeps this because... It's talking about starting force and not main, like not your actual force. So they can be KO'd and she can still do this. Then she has another trait, just enough gas in the tank. And that is free, once per game, have speed, then move. It's kind of like the WWE thing where she can just move half speed once per game. And she ignores characters, so it's an also it's potentially a way to get away from somebody if she needs to. When Black Widow leaves the map, generate a heavy object in one of her squares. So it's a peanut base figure, so you have the option of dropping a heavy object in one of those. And then that is Protected Pulse Wave. So her last trait, the one that makes it worth the money, is time to get off the bike. During force construction, you may include a character named Black Widow of 75 points or less on your sideline. The first time Black Widow would be KO'd, Instead, replace her with that Black Widow on its last non-KO click, and roll a d6, and heal that Black Widow half the result. This game, that Black Widow can't be healed any other way, and that is also protected Pulse Wave. So, it's a little, uh, it's a little like insurance, so they don't score her right away. Most Black Widows aren't the longest dial, so it's potential that you'll like roll low and you won't be able to get it. But all of the Widows from this set. There's a close attack one that you could land on, like, a flurry click. There's some with probs, some with outwit, some with perplex. It just depends on what you really need. I think you could actually put in the prime Black Widow if you wanted from Avengers Black Panther Illuminati and take away their defenses, potentially. And that's always an option as well. So, is it worth $15? Depends on... Depends on if you like the sculpt, I guess. That's the main thing that you're going to be using it for, in my opinion. Yeah, I think if you like Black Widow, or like just like motorcycle characters, since we have a couple of those, I know some people who might be motorcycle people just might enjoy those kind of sculpts. And she is, like you said, uh, one of the few people riding a motorcycle. So, like, that's pretty cool. 
Um, I think what she does does is neat. Like, if you also, you know, liked the old... She's not a brain space now. Nightcrawler! Goodness gracious. Uh, from Web of Spider-Man, that's very similar. Uh, she also kind of does what... I think his name was, like, Armor. It was something else, but whatever. There's a dude in Civil War who could also place people, which is pretty cool. And then she also has that mixed with a pseudo-Captain Marvel uh, dealing one pen with hypersonic. So, I like it. I think it plays really coolly. Um, coolly. Uh, whatever. I think it plays really neat. Uh, and we'll have to see. Well, I'll have to see. I might just impulse buy it too honestly like i might just see it on the cell shelf and be like yeah whatever why not because uh it would be fun to make some teams out of for sure yeah and being able to yank an opponent like back towards your the yeah. rest of your team is always fun uh there's like several characters over the years that have been able to do that and not not necessarily like a kill box strategy but um still I mean, like positioning of. them in a way they wouldn't want to be yanking someone out of stealth something like that absolutely all right. All right. Well, the figure that you're reviewing is 015 Taskmaster. Real name, Tony Masters. Team ability, team player. Range, 7. Target, first 5 points. He includes the keywords Task Force, Assassin, and Soldier. So he has improved targeting in North characters. He has one trait. Mission objective, I am the mission. Leadership, the Taskmaster is on a theme team. Where your starting force has to go from Black Widow set. When he uses it and succeeds, he may also remove the action token from a from the task force keyword, including himself. Then his special attack power is the Panther's moves and his claws. Place claws, fangs, and flurry. Free, make a close attack, but only to target an opposing character that missed Taskmaster since your last turn. Special defense power, toughness, willpower. At the beginning of your turn, Choose combat reflexes, energy shield deflection, or mastermind. Taskmaster can use the chosen power until your next turn. This character is awesome because he'll allow you to build around the ever popular task force keyword. Yeah, he's also got like a pseudo reversal power for his attack power. For those that play WWE, the best universe that HeroClix makes. I could agree more. Um, <laughs> I agree. The thing that's really nice, too, is assume that you, like, are able to get someone baited in, and you're sitting in stealth, so they're gonna hopefully have to come up to you. He has range combat expert opening up, so he can hopefully, like, pepper them down before they get to him. And then if you choose combat reflexes and do move up to you, the potential for them hitting, they're gonna have 19, and assuming they miss, you're just gonna get, like, a free attack off you match. It's really nice. Yeah, for sure. And Absolutely. Because, like, you're able to just be like, oh, see, I only deal three prints of damage. Oh, look at that. Now it's a six. I always like doing that because mm. it makes you feel really smart when you roll a six. It makes you <laughs> feel really bad when you roll a one. That's like dice manipulation in a nutshell. I feel real smart when I roll that six. I'll tell you what there, boy. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of what trying to handshake your opponent before the match ever starts, oh, meaning to concede. <laughs> yeah. I was not conceding. That is 100% Simi Bruce's fault. We were playing a rock tournament. I had asked for the dice back. It was not at the beginning. I was not going to concede at the beginning of the game. Goodness Just gracious. Don't try and shake my hand when you're losing. Don't, I, don't do oh. it. I will smack it away. I'll just <laughs> slap that hand away. 
All right. Uh, so did any of these social previews, distancing, uh, or actually seeing like all of the Black Widow set, really, did that make any of you guys decide differently on what you're going to do with this set? I think I'm still just going to pick up singles afterwards. I don't think I'm going to buy the random $4 a figure. Like the generics are kind of neat, but they're also kind of not great. Uh, so what about you guys? Has this changed your opinion on how much you're going to buy the set at all? Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't realize there was so many generics in it. Um, I don't really care for them that much. Also, we've had like some really great generic sets lately. So, and we've got like some upcoming ones that are going to be really good generic. So, I'm probably not going to pick up a ton of sealed ones. And I might grab the bike. I still haven't decided on the bike. Somebody help me decide bikes. on the bike. Them bikes, I tell you what. I would say, in general, this set has really gotten me thinking in terms of like values because I don't know if you guys knew, not fifty Task Force Mercenary can be picked up by Steve Rogers as a member of either the Avengers <laughs> or Shield, <laughs> and you're getting a really great with six range and two bolts. That is yes, that is an option. For we sure. could build a really sweet task force team because I'm sure we're going to get way more characters in the future with task force keyword. See, but we know that that's no way true. For some reason, I don't know why they do this, they make keywords that don't totally work, especially in these movie set Like Widows and Task Force, it's not as bad because they have a bunch of generics that you can fill out their ranks. But like the Captain America set for like Winter Soldier, when they had the strike team keyword with three figures that had it that didn't really come out to a good point value, it just bothers me so much. Like, I want to play a strike team team, and like the generic shield people should have had strike team because there were some generic soldier shield guys on it. But nope, Black Widow, um, I almost said Dave Batista, don't know why. It's literally, <laughs> it's literally Frank Grillo, but okay. Uh, like Crossbones, like him, Crossbones, Cap, Crossbones, and Black Widow had the strike strike team uh whatever keyword and oh yeah and you're referring to 105 point brock rumlow brock rumlow yeah thank you is it frank Rilla? who's frank oh that's the guy who plays him is it i don't know anyways yeah brock rumlow like and i thought he was kind of cool like sure you know basic guy but like seriously the no no one else with strike team is so terrible yeah i just i hate it the All best right. strike team strike force cobra yeah, abs oh, dude, absolutely. Uh, winning is... Knowing is half the battle, excuse me. Um, so, yeah. Simeon. Why are you going to buy That's all me. the Black Widow? Just kidding. Why? You already said you're probably not going to. I am not. All right, you're not gonna, you're, wait, you're not going to get two cases of Black Widow for the one? No, one unlike Trek, I am, I am not going to buy that much. Yeah, I might get one full gravity feed. Because it looks like I can probably complete the set with just one feed, and that would be neat. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Bad. I just hope that's the bad thing about this: is they make generics, but you probably are going to get like two of every common figure. So you're probably going to get like an extra Taskmaster, Black Widow, whatever, Yelena, stuff like that. You just don't get nearly as many generics, which is understandable, I guess, for a gravity feed setting, because it's not just one person buying it; it's a bunch of people buying a bunch of random packs, but. Whatever. Anyways, moving on to the game that is sweeping the nation. It's a bird. It's a... Oh, no. Wait. Sorry. Uh, it's Bad Samaritan. Nice. Keeping with the theme of not playing the intro music for Bad Samaritan. I'm glad <laughs> that, that didn't change the second go-around. Thank you so much, Simeon. 
gosh. Here we are. It's really <laughs> Bad Samaritan, the game Sweeping the Nation. I have three Modern Age Heroclix figures sitting in front of me. It is up to Chance and Simeon to guess who they are. First round, they will get a random clue on a random number generator, 1 through 20. I will give them that clue, and then they will guess about what figure they think it is. Round 2, they'll get another clue. Round 3, they'll get a third and final clue, and then they'll make their final guess. Fairly simple. Uh, there's all sorts of great clues, stuff like... Uh, set number, uh, rarity, sorry, it's rarity and set number, name keyword, generic keyword, set, point value, number of clicks. Uh, we added two new ones. Um, number one is going to be significant appearance. So if I have the card, uh, which for these guys I do, um, I'll be able to give you their significant appearance. And then number 20 is going to be any two clues. So it's like getting that that big number 20. Uh, 17 through 19 are free plays, but number 20 is you get any two clues, which is pretty darn strong. Simeon has a random number generator. Make sure you guys guess before Chance and Simeon guess, or pause the podcast to see if you can do it. Uh, everybody will get a clue. So if they don't guess him on the very third round, I will get a point. If they make the correct guess at any point in time, they will get a point, and then we move on to the next round. So first character, first clue, Simeon, what is it? Number 18. Number 18 is going to be a free play. Do you guys want me to read everything off, or what are you thinking? Well, I know that uh, opening dial is an option. Yes. And, uh, Top dial stats is indeed an option. Set no, set is the is another option that I like. Chance, what are you thinking? Uh, I think set is always the way to go on first, so that way it narrows down the field. All right. All right. Go the set. set this character from is going to be Captain America and the Avengers. Maybe. I'm going with Industrial Spy. Because that is a character. <laughs> yup. Callers trying to pull a fast one on me and go with the pseudo theme of last time. I'm going with Sidewinder. Ooh, some serpent society. Because you know, we have snakes and forests, so. Mmm, mm, so mad. Not because either of you got it right, which you didn't. <laughs> but because you thought I would be a fool enough to go with the same Florida theme after you completely wiped the floor and got them all right. <laughs> Round two, clue two. Clue two is number one. Number one is significant appearance. It is Secret War number two, 2004. This idea for, while you guys are thinking, the idea for significant appearance, I don't know if I'll do it every time. Some of these figures, it just, I ended up having to own all of these ones that I chose. Uh, It was given to us by superfan Robin Caves. uh, And I think it's pretty cool. It's a pretty neat idea. I don't know if we'll be able to use it a bunch, uh, but for now, we are trying it out. Oh, I'm trying to think of secret wars. If this first appearance, it would be so much easier. Significant, yeah. Um, it is a little rough, because sometimes the significant appearance is just, like, not true. Like, is this right, like the first time a person has appeared, or is this literally, like, this isn't even them in that storyline? 
You know, like sometimes his significant appearance is straight up wrong. Like I know the Loki one from uh, ABPI. Like there was a thread talking about how that's not that version of Loki at all in that story, or that he wasn't even in that issue, or something like that. I just remember that thread a while ago. This, I just read Secret Wars the other day, and I'm completely blanking on anyone that was in that story. Um, I'm going to say Ultron. Ooh. Okay, we have one for Ultron. I'm going to go with, uh, just to throw it out there, Dario Agger. One for Ultron, one for Dario Agger. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to go on to round three. Oh. All right, give me a clue, oh, guys. No. This generator's broken. Got clue two. Clue two is going to be point value. This character is sixty-five points. Sixty-five. Secret Wars. Captain America. I'm trying to think of some sixty-five point figures. Uh, Quake. She was probably a secret warrior. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was part of like Nick Fury's little band of people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Quake. You're gonna lock in for Quake. Yeah. Miss Sky or Daisy Johnson, whatever she goes by, Daisy Johnson. And the yeah, Sky. If you like the TV, the TV series, show. such a weird cop out the way they made that character. But it's like okay, yeah, interesting. Like, it's like they like, didn't know what to do with her, so it's like ah, real name's Daisy, and you're like after call three me seasons, Daisy now. Like what? All right, we have one for Quake. I'm trying to think of other um, 64 characters. Let's see. Is it? No, I think because that was Future. I'm really struggling between Spymaster and Black Widow. There is I a theme. Do you want to say that? Weird I still went with a theme this round. There might be a Baron Zemo that's 65, but I can't remember. There's It's mostly 50 and 75. There's not a lot of 65s. Um, Super Hero is 65. Because like, I always find it really off-point value from building Thunderbolts. Um, I'm trying to think. It's the Secret Wars I'm thinking of. It wasn't in Secret Wars. No, uh, so I want to say it's Oh, this is hard. I'm just going to go with Black Widow, because it's a really weird version of the character, so I figure it's from Secret Wars. Okay, going with Black Widow and Quake. That is going to be a point two. Simeon Bruce. Oh. So mad. Uh, no, there it is. There it is. Thingling. All right, so that is one point for Simeon. Uh, it's funny because her significant appearance isn't the comic they have on the back, which is just so weird. It's Quake number one as her comic, but then it says significant appearance, Secret War number two. Whatever. I don't. I don't. I don't make these anymore. Many more. I never made these. What am I talking about? All right, moving on. Second figure. Uh, first clue. Clue number four. Clue number four is going to be number of clicks. This character has a seven-click long dial. Wow. That's steep. It's help, helpful. It's a big help. Um, a, yeah. Rules out some stuff, but not other stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, when I choose these, they're always their top dial. 
So it is not like a 150-point line of the Phoenix, or I know she doesn't have a 150-point line, blah, blah, whatever. But you guys know what I'm saying. It'll always be their highest point value. So I'm stuck in the Captain America set, so I'm just going to say Nuke, because I think he's seven clicks. Going for Nuke. Even though I'm pretty sure you're in a different set now. I'm going to say Hulk. Say Hulk? Black Bolt. Oh, Black Bolt, sorry. Uh, just a big reminder for everybody, if you say a uh, character like Black Bolt, he has like three versions. Yes? No? Maybe just two in modern right now? It would be both yeah, versions. There's several. Of How many Black versions Bolt. of Nuke are there in modern? Definitely just one. Oh, so I didn't help myself. With no, that, there's actually two versions oh. of Nuke that exist. Uh, <laughs> Defenders or ADW, and then just this no, this one. Uh, it is neither of those, so we're going to have to go to round two, figure number two. What is it going to be? Yes. Second. Second clue is number two again. Number two is going to be point value. This character is 125 points. Oh. That's a steep cost for some That's a hefty boy. <laughs> a hefty boy. This could be... 125. Man, I'm trying to think of 125. Blackwell's not a bad guess with 125. Uh, I'm going to say Namor. So Going I'm for thinking of Namor. the ABPI one. Locked in for one. Namor. This would still get you Earth-X Namor, ABPI Namor, and it would also get you uh, the Regenesis Namor. So, still still you could. Wouldn't be Giganto Namor because that is not the name of that figure. It's Giganto and Namor specifically for that figure. I'm going to say I'll guess. Who's that? Gorgon. Gordon. All right, we're going... Uh, I guess I was about to say they're both in humans, but they're not. Uh, one for Namor, one for Gordon. Gorgon. Blah, excuse me. Uh, it is not those guys. Round three. Third clue is number 12. The number 12 is going to be any special combat symbols. <laughs> this character doesn't have any. No, oh, I knew you were going to do that Yeah, to me. that's rough. That's real rough, buddy. I'm going with Iron Man. One for Iron Man. Because there's a bajillion. Whole bunch. Whole bunch of that Tony Stark. Um, He's got a heart, don't you know? There's proof, I hear. So, I think I'm going to go with Wrecker, because Quake quakes things, and he wrecks things. Ooh. Hey, there you go. One for Iron Man. One for the Wrecker. Uh, Since you guys already guessed, I do feel confident in saying this is a character from the Mighty Thor. There is a 125-point Wrecker and a 125-point Iron Man in this set. But it's neither of those! <laughs> Finally, getting a point tonight, it is the Mighty Thor 029B Scourge. Mm, Quake mm. Scourge. Okay. There's a theme. There's a theme. It's a tough theme to understand. To get. Bald people? Is that it? Uh, Quake, stop bald. Characters played by Carl Urban. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he was Quake. You're kind of onto something with Carl Urban, though. I will tell you that. Okay. Round three. Figure three. First clue. Number ten. 
That is going to be number 10 is Name of Special Power. Are you ready? Are you ready, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this, Simeon? Mm-hmm. This character doesn't have any special powers. Ah. Uh, well. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> is it Batman? I'm going to go with... Tempest. Did you actually guess Batman? Is that unironically? Did you guess Batman? Is that is that what I heard? Yeah, I figured I'd keep on the tradition of at least keeping the tradition guess. of guessing Batman. All right. Well, we have one. We have Batman locked in. I'm guessing Tempest. One for Tempest. Hey guys, guess what? It's neither of those. That's all right. It was a long shot. Uh, it certainly was. Clue number 16. Number 16 is going to be opening damage power. This character has empower. Gosh. You're welcome. This is a good uh, set of clues here. Opening empower. Mm. Played some figs with empower recently i'm trying to remember what they were i'm just racking brain on marvel characters that might have something in common with the previous two yeah scourge and quake yeah it's not a whole lot to work off of um thing like natural disasters but he said it had something to do with carl urban so maybe that like goes a, way over my head. An urban cowboy kind of like theme. <laughs> what? It's when, when was he a cowboy? I don't know. You're a cowboy. That, yeah, Carl Urban. But urban cowboy. That's how I, my brain works, Calder. That is scary. That is terrifying. If that's how it works. <laughs> oh man! It starts with empower. It's difficult. I'm just trying to think of a single character right now with Empower, and for some reason, it's not happening. It's just uh, not Empower. It's Empower. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of like natural disaster type stuff. Hmm. Oh yeah, this is some good stuff to listen to, ladies and gents. <laughs> How about you? You can visibly, you know, you can't hear anything because it's just silent. You can imagine the little hamster, like spinning its little wheel in their brains, trying to figure out the no special powers, top dial and power maybe that could possibly be. What are you talking about? Mine is an alligator, not a hamster. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Florida man strikes again. Thrashing around in there. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jeez. And I think we... You guys have another clue after this. It's true, but it's going to yeah. be just as bad. I can feel it. Yeah, we've gotten bad clue so far. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Gosh, I just don't want to say something that clearly doesn't have Empower, and everything I can think of doesn't have Empower. Can't think of a single thing with Empower right now. Yeah, especially uh, for opening. Yeah, there's characters that I've pushed to Empower. Um, 
Triple H is the first one I've used in a while that has it on his dial. But that's a special power, and he doesn't have one of those, so it's not Triple H. Oh, man. I'm going to say Cannonball from the Deep Cut X-Men Prime. What? Okay. Deep Cut Cannonball locked in. Oh, I'm all cannonballs, Calder. Oh, sorry. Can't lock into that set. That's right. There are Um, rules here. There's... I just figured cannonball destroys things. Sure, let's do it. Cannonball, locked in. Simeon, hurry up and answer. I don't care how terrible the next team might be. (laughs) I'm going to say, just because I played it somewhat recently. uh, Let's see. Gosh. This guy is killing me. I, I cannot stand. I cannot stand this guy. It takes forever. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to go with Nick Fury. Sure. Nick Fury Cannonball he- took uh, Simeon, I don't know how long to say Nick Fury. It's n- not those guys. Round three. Shucks. Goodness gracious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, last clue is number five. Number five is rarity and set number. The rarity is starter set. The set number is 109. 109. A starter with nine figures. Man. Uh, a lot of figures. And you said it didn't have any special... Combat symbols? Uh, not combat symbols, special powers. No special powers. I'm thinking this has to be WWE, because I think that's the only thing that has starters that go up to 9, 109. Most starters only go to like 106, 107. I mean, the uh, only people from the starter that I can think of that have any power is like Finn Baylor, so that's who I'm just going to guess. Yeah, so it would be... The I Rocket don't know Sox. who Finn Balor is, but there is a Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. <laughs> uh, so I know the Rock and Sock connection is like eight. That's uh, Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Ric Flair, Mankind, Shawn Michaels. Is that only six? That's probably six. Um, so that's six characters... And then there's four in the other set. I'll say Sasha Banks. All right, locked in. Finn Balor, Sasha Banks. Is that are we 100? percent Well, I said Finn Balor. You said Finn Balor because yeah. I know you work on a farm. I, and I figured like oh Bailing Hay would be something you know. I actually don't like Bailing Hay because the Baylor can get stuck up sometimes. That's what that's what you get for buying a John Deere. Although I will say their Bailers are pretty good. Um, having to clean hay. Having to clean hay like out of a baler is the worst thing you will ever have to do because it's pulling strand by strand if it messes up. I hate it so much. I, I really dislike baling hay. Um, not that anyone cares. So Sasha Banks, Finn Balor, uh, which is Demon Boss. Good job, guys, on the staying, uh, staying together like that. And I can't believe this, but Chance McCall gets a point. Looks like we have a three-way tie. So it's, so it's actually, yeah, it's actually a standoff for this episode. You swept the first time. It's a standoff for this one. I kind of want to do one more figure, uh, so I'm not going to tell you guys what the theme is. Does that sound good? 
You got it, partner. And now I have to find... So talk amongst yourselves about something as I figure out one more figure to talk about. All right, Chance. So the theme so far is Quake, also known as Sky or Daisy or uh, whatever the actress's name is, and Carl Urban, also known as Scourge, and then... Finn Balor, also known as Balor, also known as uh, the Demon. What what could possibly be the theme with this? So Scourge you know, and Demon kind of go together. In Quake, maybe it's like transforming and impacting things. Hmm. Mm. Tr- transforming and what? What is? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to stop. Transforming and impacting things. What's where's the transforming happening? And what, what do you mean by impact things? The sidewalk you know, like, transforms from right. sidewalk <laughs> to broken sidewalk. I just I don't. Well, you see, I'm sorry. A scourge transforms a productive society into a not productive society, <laughs> and a quake a comes from an impact. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, it's almost as bad as reaching into a baler. I, I hate everything you just said. Wow. Mm. You have to remember that Calder is the one thinking of these, so you have to you have to keep it a little lowbrow for. Uh... All right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find a figure here. I'm gonna ignore what you're saying. Just all right. I mean, it's like a shot in the dark, but I think all of them do three damage on their opening click. Ooh, that's a lot of figures, though. Okay, you are right. Um, but that's a weird. Oh, wait, never mind. There's a million people that do three damage on their own. Yeah, right, I was right. gonna say that's that's pretty common. Yeah. Even even I'm like you. You can't. You can't be serious right now. You can't be serious. No need to offend. Keep talking, guys. This is really tough. Didn't think I was gonna try to choose a fourth one on the fly, but I really don't want to end it in a three-way tie. That's super lame. So here's one thing that's kind of there. Every one of them has been on like TV and or a movie in a shape or form, so it might be like TV slash actors. Yeah, like someone that has an MCU counterpart kind of thing. Well, Except, uh, the only one that's MCU. out there is Finn Balor, but he's on TV technically. Figures that have graced the silver screen is what you're thinking, or the, the TV screen, I suppose. The not so silver screen. Mm. I mean, I thought it was going to get all Marvel, and then Taylor released the loop in there. Yeah. That WWE. That's sweet, sweet stuff. So my guess is that he's going to go with Asgardian Rogue as his next figure. Because she also destroys stuff. <laughs> she makes a real quake of an impact. Yeah. And Rogue has been played by some person on a movie. So Okay, got it. It's the theme. Fourth figure, tiebreaker, freeway tiebreaker. First clue. Rogue. No, give, give me the clue Yikes. first, Simeon. Oh, 11. 11 is name of trait, cross. That sucks. Uh, bearer <laughs> of the Infinity Gauntlet. Dang it. Oh, uh, so that's... Gee. 
that's got to be Captain America um, or, I guess, Iron Man and maybe one other character, but I can't remember. Uh, Let's see, from ABPI, uh, Fear of the Infinity Gauntlet. It could also be Black Panther. Don't dare be using that HCR. I think his is Infinity Gauntlet or Gems, though, because he can do either. So I, I honestly think it's just one of the two chases because I don't think anyone else is specifically just the gauntlet. Infinity gauntlet. Yeah, I think... Let's see. I'm going to go with the knockback thing and say Captain America because he does knockback Captain stuff. America. I'll just go Iron Man to play it safe. Uh, one for Captain America, one for Iron Man. Somehow, it's neither of those guys. Second clue. Well, I lied. Uh, apparently, it's someone else. <laughs> clue number six. Number six is named keyword. This character doesn't have any. So, name character. The name of the uh, character is what? No named keyword. What? Oh, what? very, very What's the name of the clever there. <laughs> Almost got you. Is it Rune? Rune can I definitely... I can't tell you that unless you guess it. What <laughs> is it like, well, is that your guess? Oh, sure. Rune is a good guess, because Scourge and like Rune, kind of like Ruin, I, I don't know. Maybe Calder would... What? Maybe he ruins things. I hate your brain Rune. so much. Your thinking is so terrible. Maybe Calder's thinking like, well, it's like I know it's vampires, vampire... Rune. Well, it's and definitely not is a, a vampire, panther because he has that? named keywords. Um, and then it's not the hood either because I know the hood has um Illuminati. Right. Um. Baller. So then, like other than that, that really kind of limits the amount of people. So. And all the elders have elder or elders, whatever. So. Yeah, they. Well, they uh, only have infinity gem. I think they can only yeah. hold the gems. Um, other people that can have the gauntlet. I think we hit all of them, so I'm locking in rune for sure. Alright, chance locking in rune. Simeon? I'm gonna have to go with Black Panther, because that's the only other one that can equip going it, that I believe. Going to lock in Black Panther. Black Panther in rune. It is gonna be perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Chance McCall wins with rune. 057. Ooh. Which means boom, boom, boom. five correct guesses, and you won the tiebreaker. All right, I'll give you each a final guess on what you think this is going to be: Quake, Daisy Johnson, Scourge, Carl Urban, Finn Balor, the Demon, and then Rune. What do you think the this vampire. could possibly be based off of? Um. And if someone else uh, knows, the Four Horsemen. Some people. What? I, I had three original people. And then it's at, <laughs> the three horsemen. I shouldn't, I shouldn't poo-poo on any guess. It's, it, all right, sorry. Uh, my guess is going to be... Uh, you were reading a scary story. Mm. And you got you got afraid of the quakes. The and only scary story is how you've managed ribbons. to live this long in life with... <laughs> You saw a demon 
and you <laughs> no, started right, having I'm just gonna say a scourge it. fear. Uh, no, just gonna say. Oh, it. supernatural! You no, were watching supernatural. Uh, no, please stop. Just gonna, okay. just gonna blurt it out here. Uh, Carl Urban plays the Doom guy in the movie Doom. Daisy is the name of the Doom rock. guy's pet rabbit in Doom Two. Ah. Uh, Finn Balor is a demon, uh, one of the main enemies in Doom, and then Rune is in the game. You collect things called runes that can give you special powers and level ups on the ones you collect. So nothing so, to do with the vampire. Nothing. To do, it's just about Doom. It's just a Doom theme. Yep. That makes no sense because the only game that's really worth playing is Animal oh, Crossing. There it is. I don't know why I expected anything else, uh, but we brought it. We brought it back around there, well, I got the demon part right. You did. Get I did mention that there was you a demon. There was a demon. Yep. And also, Carl Urban. I Moving on that. to the community section. And Quake. I, just I mentioned stop. Quake. Play the bumper. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Jeez. I just I. Mm, cannot with you. Alright. This Community Tuesdays, we asked, with hints at more throwback dials, what is an older click that deserves to be modernized? Chance, answer the guest. You answered the question. Go ahead and say it for the good folks listening at home. The greatest person in comic book history, Paste Pot Pete. Absolutely. I mean, there's no carded Paste Pot Pete, so he's perfect for a remake, ladies and gents. Absolutely. He would be amazing. Just give him like a clicks effects where he can paste people down and then they can never move again for the rest of the game. I actually agree with that. Enough of this cool. like they break away, they move, they get clear. No. I have pasted you. You are stuck until the game is over. Yeah, make it like the mud marker, but instead of brown it's like milky white. I don't even I just <laughs> So he also has, um, besides Peso, doesn't he also have like his own relievant, like solvent or whatever for it? Isn't that also a thing he can switch to? So yeah, I think he can like let people out at some point. I out, just really too. like the name of the character. So still Pace Pot Pete. So it would have to be a Pace Pot Pete for you, not the Trapster. What a name, the Trapster. I mean, I, uh, I don't know which one's worse, but Pace Pot Pete. Triple just P think apps. about this. Like, Pace Pop Pete is amazing alliteration, so I want to see that happen more. Mm. And for those of you that don't know, alliteration is when you use the words with the same first letter. Same first letter, yeah. Uh, so like, there's a Spider-Man Reed comic Richards. where it's Pete versus Pete, and he's fighting Pace Pop Pete, which is, I find hilarious. So yeah. Well, I thought I'd have to explain it, because one of you is from South Dakota, and I know the education system oh, yeah. isn't the best. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Also, you I know, hear they're I on meth. I have a state education. I had uh, homeschooled, which is clearly the best way to be educated because uh, all of you don't have a choice right now. Some of you, are, I guess, don't have a choice right now. Y'all are homeschooled. Yeah, you're all homeschooled. Whether you like it or not. So, yeah. Unless you live in Madagascar. The only country that doesn't get taken over in Plague Inc. Uh, apparently, they found some there. I don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, if you know, like... Um, if you start in Madagascar, you have like a higher chance for some reason of, of succeeding, which yeah. is great. Uh, it's all about that RNG. It's all about that RNG, baby. Uh, Simeon, what about you for uh, for a figure you want to see remade? So one of my favorite figures that it hasn't aged too bad. It is an Oreo dial from the Deadpool set, the original Deadpool set, and that is the Wolverine and X-23 duo fig back when duo attack was still a thing. Um, I'd really like them to remake it with the same 
kind of traits that it had and maybe give it some sort of flavor that allows them to continue to duo attack into the new millennium or whatever. Uh, so I, I don't have to use a golden age figure with duo attack and able to, in order to get my two attacks, you know, I can actually attack twice for some reason. I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, I really want to see a Jack Monroe Nomad remade. He, he was made back in the first Captain America set. I would just love to see a new one. Either him as Cap Sidekick or, again, as the um, the Nomad, where it's kind of like wandering the country-style Nomad. I would just really dig that. Really cool. I'd also you don't want another Ian Zola? No, I do not want an Ian Zola. I, I honestly haven't even read the comic where he looks like that. I don't know which one it's in. Because like when he was Nomad um, with Falcon Cap he wore a totally different costume and had, like, a mace. So this is, like, this version of him that, like, exists is Nomad from just, what is it called? Zola World? Z-World? Something like that? Dimension Z? I think it's Dimension Z. Yeah, Dimension Z. Uh, we're going to read uh, just the first three or so. We have so many, I have so many answers on uh, the old the old Twitter, and this episode somehow is going for longer. I wonder why that is. <laughs> it's because I had to choose any of the figure. <laughs> Uh, so, Simeon, go ahead and read uh, some of your favorites uh, answers off of Facebook. All right. Going by Facebook's most relevant, not by my personal favorites. I would never judge these people. I would. Well, some of them I do. Uh, going first on Facebook is Jay Solomon, the uh, HeroClix judge and provider of all these beautiful forums filled with dials on HC Realms. He says, respect to Kimo as well. The other giant set figures who needs a remake, and then he posted a picture of Adam Smasher, who I did not need to think of for a while. I just instantly knew you who totally that figure knew was. the iconic Adam Smasher. Good You're guess. welcome. Uh, I'm going to go with superfan Ben Jones on Twitter. He says Zax from Mutations and Monsters. Uh, he's a single-based giant. Update with retaliation and other goodness. Or he says Goblin Queen from the Ultimate set. Needs a good update, too. She has the psychic keyword. Uh, they could bring that back. No. Like, I, I don't think the psychic keywords are useful. Um, I do remember playing against a Zax one time, though, and I think he, he has a pretty good, like, deep dial. Like, Nine or ten clicks, something like that. Like he was actually pretty tough to take down. Uh, this golden Zax is here. cool. Yeah, I just hate him because he was really awkwardly balanced. So if the wind blew the wrong way, oh. he would just topple over. I can see that. Yeah. Also, I think he has like a bunch of poison, and it should have been like penetrating because his big like foe is the Hulk, right? And most Hulks have reducers, so his plain poison doesn't do anything to the Hulk. And yeah. That's my one gripe that, about him. That's a real shame. I thought he had some kind of reducer. He does not. I just looked him up. He has 17 super since his top dial. How, why is it so hard for me to take this guy out? What in the world? I mean, he has uh, a 10 range with two bolts that's and true. pulse waves, so that's pretty fire. That's pretty sweet. It is... <laughs> ha! 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 You guys don't know, Zax is just an on-fire thing. Awesome. I mean, go ahead and read one on Facebook. All right. DC lover James Craddock says, Personally, I hate throwback dials. It's lazy design, but that's whiz kids. The worst is when they pick an old dial that wasn't designed correctly and just continue the poor design. 
but I will play along with a character never made in the carded era and whose design is fairly accurate. I give you Origins Shadow Thief, a choice to be either real or solid, and matching powers would be cool. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of hope for more comic accuracy there. Okay, right on. Another <coughs> super fan here. Little Plastic Superhero. Don't know why I said it like that. Little Plastic Superheroes says uh, Jean-Paul Valley Batman, and he says no Battle Fury top click this time. Um, I actually really like that the. I don't know if it was called the Asriel Batman suit, or maybe it was called something else. I don't know. Um, but it was really cool. It was very 90s, with a big spiky, like, cape, shoulder, armor thing that it is. And then he's got... I don't know. I did like the Jean-Paul Valley Batman, though. I do think it's a really cool design. Yeah. I always loved, like, the Batman armors. Because I, like, I bought a lot of 90s toys when I was growing up, because that's when I grew up, of course. And, uh... Jeez. Wait, you grew up? Really could have fooled me. Uh, all the Batman like toys from back then always had like some weird gimmick. It was like this Batman has a giant green like hang gliding cape. This Batman is purple and yellow, and like I don't know, shoots webs. They like they always had like these weird gimmicks, but the Azrael suit was one of the ones I really liked because of all like the sharp edges and it just looks real cool. No, just me. Okay. Yeah, just you, bud. Just you, bud. You're the rated R superstar. You're Edge, dog. Oh, no, wait, I can't bring Edge up yet. We haven't got there yet. Sorry. That was a, that's a spoiler from the future. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. David Herberger on Facebook says, All the older KC figures. Next year is the 25-year anniversary of the book's release. How about a full set that includes multiple throwbacks, like a Superman with a 13 attack? Hey, we got a Superman, Superman 13, 13 attack. It's kind of hidden there in the, the middle-ish, but uh, yeah, it it's there. It. It's there. It sure is. Uh, moving on to protagonist Jedi Legend says, uh, there's a ton of people I'd like to see, but Kryptonite Gloves Batman, the old CD-203, uh, Dark Knight, and Asbats to get modernized, Judge Dredd and 2080. To, hey, that's another Carl Urban character that we can just bring in, Judge Dredd. Uh, I would love to see a Kryptonite Gloves Batman. I think that would be really, really cool. Oh, jeez. Don't know why. Don't know why I would say that. But yeah, I would absolutely love to see Kryptonite Gloves Batman. As long as it's not like Kryptonian keyword specific. I hate when they do oh, that. Yeah, it's terrible. He, needs, he just needs to like have mega exploit or something. He basically needs to have the... Um, Green arrows no, thing? No, not that necessarily. But I would say like the... Uh, the crowbar. I think that would be basically kryptonite gloves. Oh, okay, yeah. Sure. You know? Exploit and... If they can use impervious or invincible, they have vulnerability instead or whatever. I think that's pretty cool. Alright. Tristan Campos on Facebook says, I want a new generic black cat clicks. Maybe add them to a Catwoman. Props if it's a Bat Burton Catwoman can generate them similar to the Gotham crime boss's ability and the thugs. It would be perfect. Yeah, we live that. was coming. Yeah, and again. still disappointed. It hurt me, hurt me twice the second time. I'm After sorry, giving us some rough. thought, the fact that we're getting cake tokens and potentially more cats completely is fine with me. Uh, all right, uh, let's see where do I want to go. 
super fan? I think so. I don't even know anymore. I'm so tired. Uh, Bonsai Tree and Sapling says, maybe less of a throwback dial and more of a full-on remake, but I'd like to see a Miss Martian clicks again with a modern take. Um, wow. And he shares this sculpt where she she is hideous. Uh, she, hid, she looks yes. rough. She looks bad. Um, I would yeah. really like a new Miss Martian because, like, the... Um, now I cannot think of it. The Justice Whatever show with the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, Young Whatever. Justice. Young Justice, thank you. Yeah, she was a pretty important player in that. So I, I could dig a new Miss Martian. That'd be cool. Martian Girl Hunter, whatever she was called. I have no idea. Probably Miss Martian. Yeah, we could put her on a dial and have her hunt cookies or something. You know, like Martians. Uh, what else did Martians says, do? Ambush bug. <laughs> Always ambush bug. Ambush Book is awesome. I used them really well in this uh, War of Light slash random DC sets. Uh, sealed. We did it Rocktober last year. Ambush Book was a key player for me. I think he's great. I would love to see a new Ambush Book. I don't believe you. You don't believe me. You don't, don't believe me. Alright, be that I way. I don't believe you ever used Ambush Book. I totally did, though. Totally did. Okay. It's not on video anymore. Uh, like, if you look at the old sculpt, the newspaper he's holding is actually upside down. It's great. Oh, is it? I knew there's like a hole in it or whatever. I didn't know it was upside yeah, down. Yeah, you have awesome. to kind of zoom in. That's pretty cool. That is pretty good. Yeah, it's the Daily Planet, and he has it upside down. Uh, it says, Bug Tricks. Win clicks. <laughs> uh, Elijah Haynes says he wants a remake of Bob the Hydra Agent, Doom Patrol, The Metal Men, and Warlock. Is Warlock the weird metal guy from the X-Men? He's like an alien yes. thing. Uh, I could, Warlock, yeah. yeah, he's. Is that Warlock? No, that's Cyber that you're thinking of. Warlock, or no, Cyber's the one that can talk to him. Uh, yeah, Warlock is the metal guy. Warlock. He's an alien. I don't know if that's who he means by Warlock, but I like that character a lot. I also like Bob, uh, Agent Hydra. I think it'd be really cool to get him. We haven't had him uh, since he was a duo figure, so not by himself. Uh, was in Deadpool. That was actually a really fun duo figure. And then Doom Patrol and Metal Men, which were in the. It wasn't called Streets of Gotham, but it was a Batman set. World's Finest. World's Finest. It was World's Finest, World's yeah. Finest, yeah. I actually played the Doom Patrol the other day, and they don't hold up well, but they can still do decently. Right on. Well, don't they all die and come back? Like, Yeah, they have cool. resurrection, so like when they die, you roll 2d6, and then whatever the result is, you put them on that click number, so Ooh, you kind of hope for a critness. Yeah. Hmm. All right, that's all I'm going to read on Twitter. All right. Do you want me to read one last one? Yeah, on sure. We're having, here? we're having fun with it. Let's do we'll it. We'll go with Dylan Disney says an updated Legacy Ares would be amazing. Oh. Maybe not give him that phasing teleport top dial. Yeah. And I'm I'm on board with it. It's a bit rough. It's a bit rough. Uh, and that is Community Tuesdays. Like always, you can go ahead and comment that on Twitter or on Facebook every Tuesday. Uh, with all sorts of cool stuff and get your answers read out loud. If you support us on Patreon, you'll have your wicked, googly, super cool Patreon title read in front of your name. Jedi Legends, now, uh, blah, 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 blah. Now it's time for Jedi Legends Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Uh, I don't have a choice but to be at home, but I do want to rethink my life right now. Uh, Jedi Legend writes... Your movement ends when you reach adjacent square to an opposing character. Alas, you can't pick up the object they stood on because you need to. You need movement 
to allow it, unless you have a power or the improved movement that wouldn't stop you. So if you have flight, you can move past the character. If you have double circle arrow, you can move through adjacent squares and through a character without stopping. And if you straight up have ignores characters, that's just a black hero click space, that means you can move through squares adjacent or occupied by characters without stopping, and you automatically break away from a character even if they have plasticity. Why? Because you are straight up ignoring that character, which means you are ignoring their ability of plasticity. I love Ignorance characters. I hate making breakaway rolls. They feel like a waste of a roll. I honestly wish there was just a attack of opportunity, like in D&D, &D, like get a free swing, whatever, I don't care. Um, I hate not being able to do something because I can't move and I get an action token. I, I totally hate breaking away. I think yeah. one thing that could be cool is people always like to complain about leap climb, but I think that could be one thing that would be <laughs> neat is if you have leap climb, you get that opportunity of attack that would be cool, okay. actually. Yeah. I mean, if you play WWE and you have, like, Reversal or, you know, Slingshot, you can get some free attacks. Yeah, but who plays WWE? It's all uh, like only the cool kids. Woo! Well, I just blew someone's mic out with that. I can just tell <laughs> that that probably peaked audio. Heck no, bro. It's all about the elite. <laughs> Yeah. All right, but right on. That's Jedi Legends uh, Hero Clicks of the of the Week. And that brings a conclusion to our show for the second time. Uh, a lot of complaining on this show, guys. Really sorry about that, because this is the only time you're ever listening to this show. This is the first time and last time, but we got to live it twice. And boy, howdy, uh, was it still a pretty solid show. Uh, I love these two guys. Love's a strong word. Really like these two guys. They're pretty fun to have a show with. Uh, so they Chance, showed up. Since, yeah, they showed up. They showed up. Uh, they didn't uh, destroy me slash, you know, absolutely hate me slash whatever, uh, roast me into the ground when I found out that we didn't record at all the first one. Uh, so Chance, <laughs> since you're the guest, why don't you go ahead and shout out your venue or shout out any people uh, before we <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, friend Aaron Johnson, who's an absolute monster at Hero Clicks. Shout out number two, Ghost Christian Bogan for we had. And also Lucas for just being a good sport and hanging in there with me while I was on D20. And final shout-out goes to Simi and Bruce for dealing with Calder every single oh, okay. week. All I right. personally couldn't yeah, do it. Okay. All right. You know what? I, I appreciate that. No one tells me that, but you know what? I really needed that, especially this week. Uh, it's been hard dealing with Calder all these days. Yeah, you're uh, quarantined for, together. For those, of you, yeah, for those of you that don't know... We were in our sound studio when the quarantine came down, so we've been living in here off of uh, literally just eating the table and the mice that run through the openings in the wall. Yeah. And, Once uh, the quarantine is over, we should definitely do something about the mice, but right now that is my only protein source, so I'm kind of grateful for it, um, but it will be a problem if they chew through the wires in the future. Toilet paper situation is also not good. <laughs> <laughs> the poop closet sure is still not that's so, that's wait so you guys bad. have a closet uh yeah of course uh, where do you where do you go uh simeon came from well, you oh. see i just have like this alligator that roams around and eats it all and cleans oh, everything right, up for right, me right, right, right that makes sense that's how florida works that's <laughs> that's good system for dial h for hero clicks you can find us on twitter at dial h4 that's the number four uh hero clicks you can send us <laughs> Send us an email if you want to. Ask us some questions at dial H4, uh, F O R E, heroclicks at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, uh, dial H4, 
Heroclix. Oh, it's facebook.com slash for Heroclix. We're on YouTube. We upload the podcast on YouTube uh, every week, sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't automatically upload because of Podbean. Sometimes I have to go in there and manually upload it. Either way, it's going to be uploaded on YouTube maybe a day or two later. Uh, so if you want to listen to it at your desktop instead of on your phone, you can check us out at youtube.com slash for Heroclix. Uh, we also sometimes upload gameplay. We haven't uploaded any gameplay yet, but we sure might one of these days. We also have unboxings and fun stuff on YouTube. We have a good time on YouTube. Uh, so, Simeon, why don't you go ahead and read us on out of here. All right. Bef- before I do, I just want to plug that great game that Calder's been playing, Animal Crossing. Mm, yep, there Once it is. again, yes. there it is. if you love fishing, farming, paying raccoons, sure. uh, extortion mm. money... Um, no slaying demons or anything cool like that. Uh, it's it's a simple farming game for a simple man, uh, which is called. <laughs> I, uh... And with that, Dial H is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. <laughs> I want to rip that stupid raccoon's head off just so bad. <laughs>